Good evening, Harry. I see that my guard, Miller, managed to get you in to see me. Yes, he did. Time is so short that... Well, I know. It is almost midnight. And at midnight, I die. But guard Miller has become a good friend. I knew he'd arrange it. Nora and I saw the governor this afternoon. He, he refused to do a thing. It does not matter. What is death but a new garment for the soul to wear? Nora's waiting outside. You said you didn't want to see her tonight. That is as I wished. You were my assistant. We were very close, you and I. And now there is a last promise you must make to me. Anything, Randolph. When you receive my body, the empty husk of the great Randolph, bury it in a vault with a bronze door which faces east. A vault facing east? Yes, of course. The door must be locked with a padlock of bronze. But it must be possible to open it from the inside. But without Randolph. using a key. Randolph, you... The coffin must be locked shut as well. But I must be able to open it from the inside. Randolph, sure you're not serious. I never joke. All this and one thing more. Promise. All right, I... I promise when I am buried, beneath my head must rest a notebook bearing the names and addresses of the twelve jurymen who found me guilty, of the prosecuting attorney, and of the judge. But, but why, Randolph? So that I may know where to seek my vengeance upon them. The vengeance I have sworn which must be executed before my soul can sleep. Oh, Randolph, that's madness. You disbelieve. So do they. But in my studies, I have learned many things. And one of them is how to reach back from behind the dark curtain of death. Hi, time is up, sir. Thank you, Miller. Goodbye, Harry. Just tell me one more thing. Is the full moon shining tonight? Yes. It's a full moon tonight. Good. And each time hereafter that it shines, one of my enemies will join me in death. And so the great Randolph went to his execution and was buried according to his instructions. After a few days, his case was forgotten. Uh, forgotten by all but Harry Wilson, his son-in-law. Well, as the first month passed and the full moon again shone in the windows of his apartment, a strange restlessness possessed Harry. Harry, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm sorry, Nora, but... Tonight's the night of the full moon. I'm, I'm nervous. I, I can't help it. Oh, darling, you're not worrying about father, are you? About his threat? Yes, I am. Oh, but that's absurd. Poor father. Toward the end, I'm afraid he was suffering from delusions Then he was more than just an ordinary man. 
He wasn't entirely sane, Harry. No, maybe not, but he was so sure of himself, so certain. And those instructions for the way he was to be buried. Oh, of course, I, I'm just being foolish. Why don't you go out and walk for a while, Harry? It'll help calm you. All right, all right, I will. You want to come along? It's a nice night. No, I think I'll stay here and read. All right, I'll be back in an hour or so, dear. And if nothing happens tonight, I'll... I'll know that Randolph is just putting on an act. But a little later, another man was also walking in the moonlight of a beautiful July evening. This one was short and stout. He was strolling homeward from a small poker party with his friends when in the dark shadows cast by the trees along the edge of the park, a tall figure stepped directly into his path. Just a moment, Adam. Uh, who are you? Uh, 